Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. It's Friday morning, the 22nd of January, and it's 7 a.m. in the Mountain Time Zone. So we are grateful to be with you and excited to be with you. Now we're calling this today, Where Do We Go From Here? And uh, and Z, you kind of came into this morning with the title already in mind. We didn't have to work very hard to get to that. So uh, why don't you kick us off here today? Sure, sure. Um, you know, that, that talk just popped into my mind. I got up early this morning, was, you know, sorting some things out and and uh, trying to get prepared for the day. And at the end of that, I turned the news on and looking at all the various things that are coming up. And, and, and the idea pumped into my head that said, given all that has happened in the last year, more, more, more prevalent on your brain probably is in the last couple of weeks. Right. There is this idea of contrasting and changing landscapes, right? And there's still some tenuousness about where we're headed and how these are going to map out. Uh, and so the idea popped into my head, where do we go from here? How, how will we begin to um, develop a consciousness first and foremost, because I think everything comes from consciousness. So how will we begin to develop a consciousness that will allow us to uh, reconcile some opposites or reconcile some differences or reconcile some contrasting points and ideas uh, and begin to create this environment where, where we can move together uh, with some, with, with, with some integrity. Yeah. And and not and and just one quick thing, not integrity as if someone is wrong, but integrity as togetherness. Right, the structural integrity. Yes. 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 Um, cool. Right on. Yes. So where do we go from here? Right. And you mentioned in our earlier conversation, there was there's a lot of different ways we want to look at this. How do we build trust? Uh, between neighbors and and friends again. How do we build community again? How do we uh, build a sense of vision and shared values together again? Uh, because I think that's one of the things that hasn't hasn't been foremost um, on the American mind, at least over the last year. And you know, watching some of the comments um, that are coming in and recognizing that um, that. Uh, in other commentary I've heard, other people talking, this wasn't just a, um, this past week wasn't just an American event because the world really was watching. We say that every every time, right? But this time, it, it, there's no question, the world was on the edge of its seat yeah. to see how America would play all this out. And, um, and you know, I got to say, it, I think there's a sense of promise today uh, 
because um, I think there are more and more people that are saying, okay, yes, I am willing to consider again, what is a shared vision for America? Mm -hmm. Uh, how do we define, I, I've been saying that for the last couple of days, we need to go through one giant vision or values clarification process for the entire country, all 7 billion of us or whatever. Uh, sorry, not that many, right? However many of us there are, 150 million. We got to do a shared values process for all of us to, to get to an idea of saying, this is what we're about. But more importantly, this is what we really want to be about. Yeah, yeah. And because I and and that's and that's exactly right. In that, you know, I think globally it wouldn't be too hard to come up with three to five, and five might be too many because now you get confused. But somewhere between three and five points that everybody can agree on, mm -hmm. like. I mean, the first and foremost, and if we only had to come up with just one, I vote for life is prime. Now, yeah. life meaning that it includes both ends of the spectrum, if you will, between birth and death. But that process of life, because we know if we understand the process of life, that there is a and something that we talk about all the time is this cyclical approach to life, this cyclical uh thing that we're on that when one thing ends another thing begins so if we can say that life is prime and that we understand that process out of that i think we could come up with some real clear shared values mm -hmm. that will allow us to create begin to create a foundation to create a new point of view that will say yes to life meaning people have enough food and people have a place to stay and and people have basic jobs right. with, the, with the ability to advance um, based on their own volition, if you will. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and those are some things that are just, I think, we could all agree upon. Right. I, as you're sharing, I'm reflecting, right? We, in some ways, we have that. Uh, what keeps coming to mind is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Right. And and over 200 some odd years or whatever we are. Right? I'm never good with the numbers, folks. Mm -hmm. uh, over all these years, we've started to define those words a little bit differently. Now, yeah. I think we all know what life means, but liberty, that's another story. Um, and even life. You know, when does life start? We can. Uh, I'm reminded nice, of, nice. Uh, um, and you know, the pursuit of happiness is going to look different <laughs> for everybody as well. So we love that about America. We love that about humanity that, right. We all have, and if we can do this here, then we can go take it to the world as well. But, uh, if we, those, those principles, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they seem more mandated. We were told that's what we were about and what we want and what we had to be about. And if you're not about this, then you're un-American, then you're not a patriot. And dee -dee -dee -dee. and then when we start to separate the definition of them, then we start to separate ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. How do we come back together underneath uh, an umbrella like you were saying? And, you know, freedom, freedom, life. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
the, the ability to think and and free speech and uh, and for uh, uh, not my side, but for a huge portion of, of the population, the right to own and bear weapons. And there's these founding principles in America. Are they do they all still serve? I guess is the question I'm coming to. And, and, and as you were saying that, you know, perfect leading in my mind, because as you were speaking, uh, I'm thinking that, okay, these are things, this, this, this document, the principles of everything we have here was set in motion based on a time and circumstance. And by a portion or a section of the total community, that was not in in a oneness idea it was i mean if we look at the, the the constitution declaration of independence and all these documents uh that 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 our country is based on at face value not too bad of a document right but when you look at the intent that behind it, and we know as 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 uh metaphysicians that your words and the intent has an energetic projection that stays there, even though you may not see it. <clears throat> and so you have this idea of these things, the concepts are good, but the, but the, but the articulation of them may not serve us now in a, you know, modern high tech world where, where the playing field has changed so right. much. True. Our, our founding fathers never envisioned Twitter. That's for sure, <laughs> and uh, and all and all these other platforms that allow for the immediate dissemination of information, whether true or false, uh, without any room or time for uh, for consideration of their validity or not. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. Where do we go? How do we form a more perfect union? How do we, uh, um, and folks, this is where you get to participate too and chime in. Let us know, right? How, uh, what are the, some of the values that you, you believe we should be sharing and, and where are the places where you know you can get involved? Right. Uh, because, <clears throat> you know, on Wednesday, we heard a great vision cast for America but it's going to take a lot of hands and a lot of hearts and uh, a lot of humility, mm -hmm. a, a lot of willingness to say, I might not have been a hundred percent right on everything here. Right. Um, and, and, a and so, well, you know, I, think, about it, see? Yeah. I, I think a starting point or, or basically really the starting point is, uh, understanding and operating from that idea that all is mental, that everything that happens, everything that we see, everything that we experience come from a mental or, con or, or, or consciousness, um, kind of using those two words synonymously. Also, if you put it in a spiritual context, it is the spirit. It is the animating thing of all life that we need to begin to get our hands around. It's a big, it, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's like the proverbial, you know, how do you eat the elephant thing? It's a big, big thing. And, and right. it has to be done in, in small bites. But I think we have to begin to create a concept of shared consciousness or understanding that consciousness is shared and that, and that we have to get 
an understanding. And then, you know, there's some principles that we can go down, um, just like scientists, right? They have, they, they, you know, they have an idea, a consciousness, a mental picture, and then they go do what? They look for a corresponding something to match that. And when they find that corresponding that they can begin to draw from the unseen, they begin to understand the, the polarities, if you will, the, the, the back and forth between the wholeness of it. And then they begin to understand that, okay, there's a rhythm to this thing. There's a frequency or vibration to it. There's some cause and effect that happens when I do one thing or another. And that each one of those things now, we, we call them opposites, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would prefer to call them, uh, put them in a context of, 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 a, of a, for lack of a better word, a gender base. Not that one is better than the other, but there's a gender, there's a, 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 a you know, a positive and a negative charge to take away some stigma around that. But there's these there's these forces that are working that we have to begin to understand and apply them across the board through correspondence. Now that was a lot of words, I know, but I'm but go. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. Sometimes you got to have a lot of words. <laughs> um, but I, I like what you're saying. It, it, it we're we're coming to core to a correspondence, right? It's. I think it's going to be a long road. I don't know that it's even truly. I don't even know that we would want to have everybody thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. and and believe in the same thing. There has to be diversion. There has to be diversity in in human experience. Or what the hell are we doing here? What good, you know? Let's just go back to the divine and hang out and party. <laughs> and so, but how do we at least get to the point? And maybe we are, where people are recognizing the oneness. Mm-hmm. And and you said something in that last sharing where it's it's about coming to the consciousness of it. We can't just run around the country with signs that saying, "Yes, we are one," um, without really believing that ourselves. And then and then turn around and say, "Except for you over there, right? right, right, right. right? You Antifa people, or you Mega people, or you this people, or you that people." Um, so I know I'm still guilty of that at times. There are still people I look at. And say, yeah, we're all one, but you need, you know, you need to get your shit in order over there. We got to stop. All that has to end. Right. And and I think I, you know, you know, you know, my go-to place, nature is my go-to place. And I think we, we, we have a perfect example and you can take nature, the globe as an entity itself, the cosmos, an ecosystem. But when you look at either one of those, and an ecosystem is really easy, I think, one of the easiest ways to look at it. When you look at an ecosystem or a biome, that thing has a, it is a self-sustaining, self-correcting, self-administering system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if one or two foreign ideas or concepts comes into that system, it will self-correct. But if you bombard it with, crazy ideas or crazy things that are not a part of that biome or that environment, now it makes that 
balancing act, that recovery act, that 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 finding the 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 sweet spot a lot more different. And I think because we have so much, you know, so much freedom, as Ernest Holmes says, we we have so much freedom. We have freedom to do nothing or cause chaos or you know do all kinds of things, even though we say those are things we do not want. Right. So I, I think one of, the, one of the things that we have to really do individually and collectively, but individually first, is to get a handle on some of these terms that we throw around like freedom and and whether it's freedom of speech or freedom of, of to bear arms and, and understand what that means and how it applies to me and the future of myself, my kids, my you know immediate family, extended family, and on out, because one motion cause and effect will cause things to happen and as a, a, a teacher of mine who was teaching system dynamics always said cause and effect are not always closely related true <laughs> yes uh <laughs> sometimes it, it'll take a while um, <laughs> um so now and we can look at, at at it from the fact that uh we have songs and we have popular culture and we believe in instant karma and uh, and we can see there can be a very short delay between the cause and the effect. They can be mm -hmm. fairly instantaneous. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of pulled to this point of we're saying how do you know, where do we go from here? Um I am personally happy to see that we've already reinstituted um, anti-discrimination uh, against LGBTQ and other segments of our population. There are already in the first few days of this administration movements to, to be more inclusive, to help foster that sense of unity that we're talking about. And, you know, that's another big part of this. Z, we were talking about this in our pre-setup tonight, today. Uh, how what does a more perfect union really look like moving forward because that's what we're talking about here right and that comes out you know if you're american you know that line too so how, what if everything's happening to move us forward we're at this juncture for to support our next evolution how are we evolving into a more perfect union yeah and and you know I, I, I think, you know, one way to begin to envision that, right, if you think about, you know, if you go back to math and set theory, right, and, and you know, you got two sets and then, you know, there's a union. So you have that slither where, the, where you have uh, these two sets or these two things that are, 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 you know, dissimilar or whatever, but there's a union between them, when you create that union, there's some shared space. And that speaks to that shared vision. Right. And then the more that, that that shared vision can be embodied and actualized, that union over time slowly becomes a oneness. And, and, and I think it, you know, from that perspective, it speaks to the point that yes, again, our body is a great example of that. There is a union between the circulatory system and the respiratory system because the circulatory system, when the when the blood goes through, it's bringing oxygen to help 
the respiratory system function, whether it's lungs or whatever, right? And right. and and the respiratory system helps the blood or the circulatory system because if it doesn't have enough oxygen, it will get thick and clog up, and now we got another problem. So although they both have different aspects or different things to do, the the primary thing that they're there for is the oneness of the human body. Mm which also extends into the oneness of the consciousness because we know if we if we start to get less oxygen we don't think it's clear or if we get more oxygen we have more energy and our clarity is more thought so i mean the divine has provided us with all we need to really function in such union moving towards the real thing which is oneness right but we have to begin as you said earlier we can't just carry signs and sing songs we first have to begin with ourselves with a solid mental idea that says we are one and I need to figure out how I contribute to that oneness. Yes. Yes. That is our point, right, folks? It, just as in the body, there's no wasted parts. There's no extra parts. There's no unnecessary parts. Everybody, uh, um, everybody is absolutely vital to this journey we're on. Mm -hmm. Everyone is absolutely vital to this creation of a more perfect union. And, and that starts in consciousness, right? That starts, but it doesn't just stay there. It starts in consciousness. It starts with the belief that I and my brother are one. I and my sister are one, that we deeply, we are one. And that's why you hear us use phrases like that uh, again and again and again to remind our consciousness that there is no other. And as we do that, not going to be perfect from day one, not going but we cannot wait until we have a quote, perfect consciousness to start taking action. Right. Because right. it's in the action that we learn and we grow our consciousness. It's in, it's in my relationship. Z, I think of our relationship over the uh, more than a decade now. And all I have learned about your experience and by that, the Southern black male experience that I didn't have and would never fully understand and never will fully understand. But I understand so much more now because of just conversate, conversate, educate, right? Just hanging out together, just yep. being together. And that is the call to unity to be together. And bit by bit, day by day, we are each awakening to that greater sense of oneness. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 part of it, you 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 made me think about this. You know, first and foremost, you know, like you said, there are no there are no errant parts in the body, right? You know, of course, now medical medical community has said, yeah, well, we can take your appendix out, we can do all of this, uh, and yeah, you can, and you can still function. But trust me, there was something that appendix is doing in there, right? Uh, <laughs> right. Even though it may not be fully understood or whatever, but. We have to begin to believe in ourselves, number one, hmm. and then we have to be patient. And what, what made me smile when you were saying that is that when we have babies or we see babies and they're trying to go through their growth process and they're crawling and they're starting to walk, the first time they get up and start to walk and fall down, you don't say, sit down, you little dummy, you, you don't try that again. You right. say, okay, 
That was a good try. Let's try it again. Hold my hand this time. Hold the table. Let me get you a walker. Let me get whatever it is you need to get the coordination, to get the awareness of your environment so you know what to grab hold of or not or bump into or not. And over time, because, again, we are in this cyclical developmental evolutionary process, we will get better and better and better. But we have to have the idea, shared vision in some ways, that says, you know, the parent wants the kid to walk, the kid wants to walk, and we're going to do whatever we can to make that happen. Yeah. So in many ways, American democracy, well, we were learning how to ride a bike. We fell off the bike. We skinned our knee. We've been crying about it for a few years now. Let's get up, patch yeah. things up, and let's get on with creating the dream, creating that vision. Right? The American dream isn't you know, just a white picket fence and two kids and yada, 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 all that anymore. That's evolved. Yeah. What is the new dream? How do we, um, you know, I feel like, okay, here we are 25 minutes into the conversation. We're right back where we started. Uh, how do we, uh, how are you going to support the demonstration, the evolution of a grant of this grand vision that's being painted for us? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because again, we're going to extrapolate not from an imperialistic perspective, but if it can happen here and we can create that sense of a more perfect union of peaceful coexistence of harmony together, then that vibration can ripple out into other places around the planet. Yeah. And, and, and I love the bike metaphor because when you said that, you know, you start your kid out riding the bike on the training wheels and it's a little quirky and you can't, you know, at some point, you got to say, okay, we need to take these. If you re if this is something you really want to experience, right. you're going to have to take them training wheels off and we're going to have to move to the next level or else your joy, your pleasure, your usefulness, your, you know, find the word that fits is going to be limited. Not that it's not there, the grandness of it, but when we put ourselves in certain situations, we don't, we're not in a position to actualize it. So, First and foremost, we got to begin to take some chances, some risks, we had some calculated risks, nevertheless. But we, I have to put myself out there. I have to make a statement, even if it's just to my friend who have a dis different opinion than me or my family member who have a different opinion than me and begin to say, look, this is how I feel and this is why I feel that way. I mean, when you talk about some of the conversations that you and I've had about my experience growing up in the South. Well, I explained things about, you know, how I saw my father treated or how I treated or what I saw. I mean, when I think back that in 1978, which is only of 40 something years ago, right? In the capital of this city, of this state, they were still having Ku Klux Klan marches downtown. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, so. If you see me act a certain way or say a certain thing, to really understand that, I have to share that experience. So we have to share more and, and be open, as you said, and empathetic and, and curious in a lot of ways. Or this thing is going to just go in circles. And, those, and that's a risk chance that we have to take. Yep.
So we know, folks, there's a lot here, right? The call for reconciliation, um, which I believe is paired with the call for reparations, uh, the call for reform, the call for a shared vision and shared values. Uh, we've been saying this all morning. It feels like uh, we're not doing this alone. <laughs> we're all in this together. Um, and I also believe that right now, is probably the is the perfect time to reinvent to reimagine to take a, a long-held concept or idea and move that project forward um you know it's not a midlife crisis it's not a COVID crisis it's not a quarter life crisis there are no cri it's no crisis it is time yeah and what we know what we believe is when you put one good foot in, out in front of the other, when you start making that movement towards the divine, the divine has nothing to do but to come back and embrace you and lift you up. It's it, the law, and we can go into this deep, well, not today, but uh, <laughs> we know this stuff works. Yeah. And if you know this stuff works, hey, share that with us. Um, and if you're wondering how this stuff works, you're welcome to send us an email, ministertalk at ntmedia.org, or perhaps there's something you would love for us to discuss on this program. We're here every Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Time on part of the New Thought Media Network. And uh, hey, before we say goodbye, here's the I want to remind people, we've got this other thing that we we're doing. Uh, it's Saturday mornings, 9 a.m. Mountain Time. And if you look at this lineup of speakers, oh my gosh, there's some voices here and there's some uh, some big voices here. And uh, Z, you, you gave last week's talk, Z, and I'll tell you, it was wonderful and amazing and really fun. And if you'd like to check that out, check it out. It's in the archives on our YouTube page. But the idea, folks, is one of these amazing speakers takes a look at the science of mind from the science of mind textbook. And what we're doing, so chapter by chapter, we're moving through the science of mind by Ernest Holmes and exploring each of the chapters in the book, uh, starting from the introduction. I was able, I was, uh, I gave the first talk, Z, you gave last week's talk. This week, tomorrow is talk number three. We're going to be looking at the third chapter, and it is the amazing Tracy Brown will be speaking tomorrow. Plus, we add a question and answer portion to the program so you can interact with Tracy and you can ask her questions directly live as we go. Mm -hmm. You can ask her questions about what she has just shared and about the the uh, the lesson that she's just shared. So uh, it's not quite a lecture. It's not quite a lesson. It's not quite a class. It's not a Sunday service. I'll tell you that for sure. Uh, we we're looking at this as a whole new way to explore the science of mind and the foundational teachings of Ernest Holmes. So we really invite you to join us Saturday mornings here on the New Thought Media Network, 9 a.m. Mountain Time for that. And, you know, we got all kinds of stuff going on throughout the day. Heart of Peace Meditation is here at 9 a.m. today. Uh, Pastor Michael Mangus and the Friday Fireside Chat is at 6 o'clock Mountain Time today. Uh, and sometimes Fridays become pop-up interview days. You never know what's going to happen. So, all right, Z. Uh, you know, we're running over, so we'll take a couple extra minutes today anyway, folks, or if you don't mind sticking with us. 
final final thoughts. Where do we go from here? Thomas Trollwood said this: "Order is the first law of heaven." So my 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 words of wisdom to myself and to everyone else is: Let's begin to put our place, our house, ourselves in order. Start with one thing, and they'll line up. Then we'll be moving at a light speed that we'll say yes to. Yeah, right on. Folks, I believe we're heading up. We're heading up. We're heading out. We're expanding. We're evolving. We're growing. And what I know for sure is that your experience, your presence, your contribution to all this is absolutely vital. So I personally just look forward to watching uh, and being a part of it with you. So we're out of here for now. Until next week, somebody, um, remember, somebody will be here in about 45 minutes with morning prayers. I don't know if it's me or if it's Z or who it is, but somebody will be here. Uh, And we'll be back again next week with more of Ministers Talking Shit. Until then, go out there, make it a great week. Bye now. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.